Hello and welcome to the Carbitrage Podcast, episode 245. I am Eric Berger, joined as always by my co-host Ryan Zanitsky. Hello. Hi. Jenna, you're still with us? I am still uh, with us. Welcome back. Okay, before we get into actual topics, beer, uh, I am drinking a Pabst Blue Ribbon that has been out of a refrigerator for about two hours. That's the and correct is temperature. just about above room temperature. That's a PBR. It tastes the same. It's still totally fine. Yeah, it tastes the same. I'm still drinking my Pilsner Urco. Sounds good. I've got a Mexican Honey Light, if needed, which is actually not a light beer. It's just a not imperial lager. <laughs> it's not 8%. Yeah, it, it's actually a very good beer. I highly recommend it. It's just a good beer. I had a, a quadruple at Yorg during the week. I kind of regret it, but it was so tasty. I understand why people drink beer that's the strength of wine. Yeah. But I don't want to do it regularly because hangovers are still a thing. I bought a wine <laughs> last night called Le Passant. That's like me buying a can of penis. <laughs> yeah. I it's, really it, like it's a can obviously, of penis. It's actually Le Passant. But um, I bought it because it has a De Chaveau in the background. Oh, it. yes. And I'm like, it's just oh, it was yes. a really, really cute uh, label. Uh, so I love yeah. a De Chaveau. Someday I'll probably have one. But. Yes. yes. We can just ask Mike. Yeah, Michael, come on. Just uh, just give me in the will. The will I'll give you your estate money. Yeah, there you go. We'll, we'll I donate still, to NPR. I still really favorably. <laughs> yes. I, I still think that getting a Twingo would be a good move because you can get them for free pretty much. I would get a two hundred five. You guys are getting the Twingo. Yeah. <sighs> no, I'm getting a Zaz. My, my favorite thing is whenever I ago. see no. Michael, he asks me if I'm going to buy a French car before he dies, and I'll be like, <laughs> a, I need morbid. Money. B. I hope so. Yeah. Um, C. I don't know. And I actually made that decision. I was talking to Darren the other day. And I was like talking about I'm like I really want to get a, a Renault, but by the time I'm able to import something, it'll be after our wedding, and hopefully the Ukraine conflict will be done. And I'm like I would feel better helping some Ukrainian family than just like some rando in Germany. So yeah, yeah I think a Zaz would be a better fit. It's going to have a lot more of a story to it, too. Yeah, I really want to. I, I think that's going to be the move. Like, I, Twingos are cute, but Zazz's are also rear-engine and very short wheelbase and air-cooled and good. Yeah, and we're connecting dots, and we, we think some of Ryan's family that fled the Bolsheviks got well, I know for hit a fact. out in Ukraine. I know they're from Ukraine because they're from the little Russian um, fiefdom, basically. Before the Soviet Union, Soviet or the Russian Empire was still... A fiefdom. Uh, so you said serfs. Do you know what serfs? These are all words, for sure. Okay. So fiefdoms are a medieval form of governance in which you have a landlord, and then you have people that uh, mm. belong to the land. Ah. And you're not allowed to move without your lord's permission. <laughs> I know. Wild, right? <laughs> I mean, there's let's a, be honest. It's no more ridiculous than anything we're used to. It, there's a reason the <clears throat> Soviet Union happened, because you literally had fiefdom. And then so oh you know. But anyway, so, uh, yeah, my family originally was from the, the Ukrainian, Belarusian, Russian border area. So I don't know why Janet felt the need to bring that up. But, oh. yeah, so. <laughs> well, my family is all from Norway and Sweden. So it you shows. You look like it. But I don't know if you knew this, but both my parents were white. I see. The Jim Gaffigan quote, I yes. love that. <laughs> I think one of them was a polar bear. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> patreon.com forward slash carbitrage. On this customized page, you will find two open-ended levels of support for content consumers like you to support content producers like us. Starts at a buck fifty. get some cool stickers and maybe a koozie and a hat and stuff. So hats are not happening yet, but 
I really should get on the merch thing at some I, point. I think a hat would be cool. I'd love to have a trucker hat. Maybe I should get some hats. After tax season. Right now yeah. I'm terrified Actually, of what I'm going to have to pay I in found this year, a link so. for really cheap trucker hats uh, made in bulk, so I will send that to you. Please do. Because you can get them as, as few as six. For like, I'm, I'm fine with... I mean, I ordered... When I did shirts that one time, I ordered a bunch. I still have a bunch of those. Yeah, but I think like just getting like a handful of hats would be kind of cool. Because I would love to have a trucker hat that says yeah. like arbitrage and some dumb like trucker slogan or something. Oh, God. <laughs> but anyway, <laughs> patreon.com forward slash carbitrage. <laughs> There you go. All right, so want to hear some really good news? Uh, yeah, I would the... love it because now we've got everything that's wrong with the world on the brain. Yeah. Yes, so uh, turnkey replica car uh, construction can begin finally after a decade of political bullshit. Is that a company? No. Uh, you know how DeLorean's been trying to get back into production? Yes. I thought they were in production. No. They've been trying. They've oh. been trying. They've been taking old DeLoreans and restoring them because oh. this law was caught up in weird political red tape. Interesting. Okay. And now it's legal for Didn't them to that. actually make new VINs. That's cool. Yeah. That's awesome. Very cool. And there's a lot of companies that are trying to do stuff like that. So there's a, a company that's thinking about making like a reproduction of the Countach and stuff like that. And to do this, like you can kind of do whatever you want. And so basically, what it is is it's a low production rule. That's really um, cool. I yeah, really so like this. Nifty. I'm really happy that this can finally commence because there's like a lot of really cool stuff that like a lot of companies would want to do. Like there's a company that wants to make like a modernized flathead based hot rod. Oh. Yeah. So like it's a turnkey steel hot rod with like basically a modernized flathead in it. Um, is yeah, it going to be just... allowed in black? Black to the back to the fifties. No, black to the fifties. No, because yeah, the VIN will have a date code on it. I well, that's the thing is, it makes <clears throat> things weird because this hasn't been a problem yet. But the big name in this is DeLorean. Yeah. So there's uh, very, very, very. It's, I'm very excited for that to happen. Sorry, it was my. Oh my goodness. I'm so sorry. <laughs> it's his mother. No, Rip it's not. Baby. It's not my mother. It's oh. a Kiev independent. Actually, oh. I am on their uh, Telegram channel. Which wow, Telegram is such a better app than everything. Why don't we use Telegram? I hate Telegram. I like it so much more than Facebook Messenger. Well, yeah, I don't download Messenger because it's a fucking horrible application. It's mm-hmm. really bad, but Telegram is like it. It's so much better. But um, I have it. I do not regularly use it, other than tracking like crypto payouts. Yeah, it, it's because nobody in America uses it. It's like WhatsApp. Yeah. Well, well, I don't like WhatsApp as much, but Telegram I, I like. I actually... They're all super shady. Discord or yeah. bust. Okay. But anyway, so, uh, yeah, low-volume motor vehicle production, Producers Act. Uh, it was originally a law in 2015. Oh. Like, this was put into law in 2015? Yes. Oh, that's really dumb. Yeah, and then there was NHTSA bullshit that happened until from 2016 until 2000 and from 2016 until 2019 um stickers to put on the dollar actually no the thing is the funny thing is the 2016 thing was it it was this is oh 16 it it, it is not democrats that were causing all this red tape actually it was that's true because they like think it was the motor it was the motor vehicle dealer association that created a bunch of bullshit with a bunch of their lobbyists the car and a nra just go away yeah they're just it's like the nra at least pretends to like (laughs) benefit you them these guys don't like they they have malicious no they're they're worse than the nra they're like they're like the meat packing industry they're just (laughs) bad in every way um that's one of those statements that 
everyone has no knowledge of the meatpacking industry, and it doesn't matter. Yeah, you no, still the, understand. The meatpacking industry is objectively worse than the NRA. Because <laughs> at least I the NRA about that in high school chemistry. Don't yeah, ask me why. Yeah, it is quite bad. Um, <laughs> I will take both of your words for it. No yeah, questions asked. It's terrifying. Um, so the, the there's a couple of deviations from the original law that are going to take take note. Um, Registrants will no longer have to submit documentation to possess a license or intellectual property to make the replica vehicle because that was one of the issues was the intellectual property thing. So they got rid of that. Nice. Uh, they just have to certify uh, to the fact that they can. They don't have to show documentation. They just have to say, yeah, we have it. Okay. And then if they get sued, then it's their problem. <laughs> okay. Uh, the second one is replicas won't be required to maintain exact dimensions of the original vehicle in question, but rather oh, within awesome. 10% over under. Um, so you could get some very adorable cars out of this. Thing. Yes, you could. Um, but literally, those were the two things that were creating a problem. Is you okay. had a trademark issue, okay. uh, and that was brought up by the Motor Vehicle Dealer Association, whatever. And the other one was brought up by the NHTSA, which was a safety issue. And basically, the, yeah, but- t- the TLDR is that these are obviously vehicles that will not be sold to families. They're going to come with a disclaimer. Well, I assume they're going to be limited to 500 units or fewer per yeah, year, Yeah, it's right? like a so, low production. Yeah. And so the thing is, like, it comes with a disclaimer saying that, yeah, you're, if you crash this and die, this is your choice. Mm-hmm. It's nobody's fault but yours because mm-hmm. we know for a fact that this car will not crash or will not pass any Yeah, if you crash this, you'll die. Yeah, mm-hmm. you'll die, and you're entirely liable if you kill somebody else. You're voluntarily driving this. Yeah, this is entirely right? your choice. So this is actually a very That's cool lot. I really like this a lot. Um, now if we could repeal the 25-year rule. Yeah, yeah, I know, right? Um, I Because safety standards are all up to date, right? Well, I mean, things like this. That actually yeah. sets the groundwork, maybe case law, where you can come out. Like, yeah, look, the, the, yeah. this thing is so ironclad that you could have somebody bring in a 15-year-old car, mm-hmm. sign it, and then just the, there's a it. Yeah, it, it creates a lot of good things. It does. Um, Interesting. Sets and precedent, and I yeah, like Yeah, it sets precedent. And I'm also, like, I'm a lazy yes, person, just... believe it or not. Me too. Yeah. Do you know how badly... I would like to. I, I, w- I would love to have a hot rod. I would like to have a high boy Ford. Like that's on my bucket list of cars is a high Ooh. boy Ford. Um, and now instead of having to like build one myself or some crap, I can just get a tin or a metal, a steel one on a chassis that I can just enjoy because it's not made of tin. And the beauty is, all they have to do is create a company. And then buy it all out of the catalog that's already existed for 30 years. That's actually what a lot of these companies do, yeah. Because basically what they would do is you've been able to get stuff like this for Mm -hmm. the most part. You can get full shells, yeah. Yeah, no, you can get the entire car, and they would sell you the car. They would sell you, like, this is what Factory 5's been doing, is you can buy... You can buy a Factory... You can buy a Factory 5... um, Coupe, or a Factory 5 Roadster. I know what you're talking about. Which is a Cobra replica. Yep. And you buy the the frame comes in one box, mm-hmm. the whole suspension comes in a cipher box, and you get two more boxes with driveline stuff, and then you just have to assemble it yourself, yep. um, like or pay pay a shop, and the shop gets like twenty grand for assembling it. Um, and believe it or not, Factory Five happens <clears throat> to have a shop that isn't Factory Five that you can assemble things at, huh? Where it's like, oh, there's a shop across the street that will just build this. For you, is it IKEA? Yes. Basically, it's an IKEA for cars. Does he have a um, really confused look on his face <laughs> and the question mark mouth? Did, it, did mm. I show you the meme of the uh, Swedish the, uh, the, the guns sh- being the Swedish, yeah. the Swedish rocket launchers? You didn't, but I did see it. 
It came with IKEA instructions. Ah, yeah, it was like scope. Use screw A. Oh no! Oh no! They forgot the Allen wrench. (laughs) But I'm very excited about this um, because there's a lot of things. Where just like I like really like the idea of getting a brand new DeLorean. That'd be very cool. I also like the idea of getting. I think we've all been waiting for brand new DeLoreans. I like the idea of getting a a turnkey. I thought they still existed. Hot rod. Yeah. <laughs> well, and that's the thing is they've been doing things like that, but now they can make new vents. And literally with DeLorean's thing is you can make new vents now. Mm-hmm. That's where the issue has been. And so that's why when you see DeLorean's shop, there's yeah. like thousands of DeLoreans because mm-hmm. they've been caught up in this. Sure. Where they've been having to buy out every cheap one they can find. Yeah, so like, that's uh, Well, we bought this total DeLorean so we could rebuild it as mm-hmm. a 1981 yeah, DeLorean. It is. It's an entirely rebuilt 1981. No, I am very excited at what this means for other upcoming potential legislation more than I am even what it is. I'm just excited. I'm excited about all of, along the board because I feel like any, not any deregulation, but I feel like there is a level of deregulation that should happen with low production vehicles. Yeah. Because um, low production vehicles, these are not your, this isn't the problem. They're going to be expensive. So that automatically takes so yeah. much of the issue off the table. And it's like if people, so I've heard like a couple of like very, um, uneducated people say like, well, this is like a problem with like the, with like now the emissions, emissions. and stuff. I'm like, these are no. six liter V8s, maybe possibly an eight liter V8. An eight liter V8 running alcohol will not be as bad as a single jet. Yeah. It's not where, it's not like we're putting like Warsaw salts or like daily thir- driven. Yeah, it's not like we're putting a Warsaw salts or like 320 liter uh, like boat engines in these. You're just yeah, making, they, you're just making like mm-hmm. a single car for a guy. Yeah, and I think what people you, fail you like to me re- mentioning yeah. the MMRsk engine, yeah. didn't you? Um, <laughs> you and did that I for Corey. I know you did. Fail to realize is that at, like older engines mm-hmm. weren't as inefficient as they're deemed to be. Like, sometimes they were, but other engines were far more fuel efficient. Older is a little vague. Well, like, cars in the 80s and 90s. Those are pretty good. Yeah, Yeah. pretty good. But Um, I'm not going to lie and say that the Buick Nailhead would ever have a hope of surviving today. Oh, no, 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 no. I'm not talking about that. That's objectively a bad engine. I'm talking about 80s and 90s cars in which you could get more fuel economy than some of the cars we have available today. Yeah, no, Honda's been getting 40 miles per gallon and the old Miser models since the 70s. Also, with these laws, they could do engines that are more fuel efficient than they were originally. Yeah, it sounds like it's mainly on the body dimensions yeah. and IP. It doesn't say anything about the And just wanting to engines. create new No, you can do whatever you want. Yeah. It's because the cars... Well, there's some states, like, are, are you going to be able to put a brand new DeLorean on the road registered in California? No, never. But not everybody lives in California. And everybody lives in California already registers their cars in Montana anyway, so it yep. doesn't yeah. matter. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> if I lived there, which I would never do, I would not have California plates in my car. I don't know, I don't know a single person that lives in California with California plates. I literally know none. When you drive to California, you see more Cal- you see more out of state plates. You see Wisconsin plates in St. Paul. Yeah. <laughs> oh, okay, that's that puts it in perspective. Like in like it's Wisconsin hot. is literally less than an hours drive. Like most people in Wisconsin oh, come to yeah. St. Paul to like do quite literally everything because well, the West Seventh is like the closest culture to their yeah. place. Yeah. So. Well, I mean, if you think about it, like. Everywhere west of Toma, Wisconsin, which is like dead center geographically in Wisconsin, everywhere west it's not of a that, Toma. 
everywhere west of that, it makes more sense to go to St. Paul than it does to go to Lake Michigan for a large town. Yeah. I mean, yeah, yes, yeah. Um, Yuck, Wisconsin. Can I squeeze in my yeah. uplifting news? Yes. Well, it's so uplifting always. Yes, it's for us. It's uplifting. For others, it might not be. Okay. Well, but first off, they found that dude's ship in the Antarctic. Where oh, that was cool. Spread, yeah, Ernest Shackleton. The, the Ernest Shackleton. Then yeah, the, Shackleton ship. What was it called? It's again? called Endurance. The Endurance. The Endurance. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so they found oh, a famous oh, shipwreck, right? Well, another one was being created. Um, a <laughs> or the ship that was researching sunk, and then they found the other one while it was sinking? No. Is that what? Okay. What happened is, so they found Shackleton's ship, which is really <laughs> cool, because we've been looking for that for Good. a long time. In process, a bunch of Porsches are on fire. Ooh. And we're on fire, because now it is They've the been cargo. Quenched. They've been quenched, yes. Yeah. Very, very, um, very quenched. quenched and on the bottom of the <laughs> well, ocean. Actually, wait a minute. If they're hybrids, lithium ion will burn underwater, though. That's true. It, it produces they its could, own. They could, they could be still on fire. Yes, they could still um, be on fire. The Takens could be on fire. So that's. You can't I've see me, but I'm giving a thumbs up. That, um, because that's hilarious. Because mm-hmm. like we're in the middle of like a gas crisis, quote unquote, right now. Oh, well, according to the Modis. Yeah. Oh um, wait, one one second about that. Uh, somebody posted in Messiah Cars ampersand coffee, which is <laughs> there's a few Facebook groups where I'm actively trying to get booted off of from being just like a complete dickhead to everybody on the group. You got to start tagging me in every single thing you post <laughs> but, so I can um, see this. Well, it's just for my replies to people. I know, I but I relish your replies yeah. to, to smoothies. There, there was a guy that was saying, you "Happy, yes, thank you. That's way better." Uh, it's much funnier too, um, but the um, there was a guy who's like I said, oh wow, like a bunch of Volkswagens lit on fire. He goes, you know, there's Lamborghinis on there too. I'm like, okay, a bunch of Volkswagens lit on fire. He goes, are you really gonna tell me that a Lamborghini Urus, the fastest production truck in the world? is going to be a Volkswagen. I'm like, yeah, I'll do you one better SQ7. That's a Volkswagen, too. Yeah. <laughs> and the guy was so mad. I think it's an SQ8, isn't it? Yeah, I don't care. RSQ8. Like, I don't care enough to... Exactly. Uh, I hate It's that just like that. a bunch of these cars that I don't really care about, that people spent way too much money on. I'm really happy. Are just like all lazy. But, but like, there was also no one on the ship, which makes it even oh, more Oh, they had hilarious. plenty of time to yeah. evacuate. Yeah. yeah. And so it's just like <clears throat> so funny because there's just this ship with... No crew sailing around on fire, and then they're like, "Hey, we found Volkswagen this. the ship." Yeah, you know, oh there's God. been a lot of maritime so stories funny. lately that really kind of sum up humanity. Yeah, I know. <laughs> like, like yeah, in 2021, you had the uh, he had the the Ever Given that went yeah. sideways, yep. which is like, all right, yeah, just like the, that kind of made sense for like our whole shipping situation. Uh, you can't and, drift a tanker. Yeah, it was. It made sense for like all of COVID, and now we have a we had a burning ship on fire in the middle of nowhere, and that kind of makes sense for twenty twenty two. Like yeah, these are I, just, I just these ships are really just. You've heard of the dumpster fire. Yeah. Let me introduce yeah. you to the adrift flaming ship. Yeah, exactly. It's just it's so comical, and I love it so. I haven't much. been on Tugster in a while because it's all rich people that are complaining, <laughs> or people that don't have money. So why do they care anyway? Again, like the person that brought this up to me. Was the person that had a brand new Porsche on order? I'm just yeah. like, okay, that right, makes sense. And, and and his was safe. His was safe, and I still don't care because it's a Cayenne. Yeah, I told him it was whatever. a bad. But he ordered it with black wheels. I'm like, you just look poor. This is the vice president of my company. Oh, speaking of Lamborghini. Tugster is still doing well. What is Tugster? That's that tugboat website or the tugboat oh. blog. 
I told you about. Ah, oh, if you okay. did, I forgot. Oh, it's. I, I'm gonna show it to you. It's a word, in the notes. It's a WordPress blog that's about tugboats called um, Tugster. Speaking it of, it sounds worse. Than I that. know it does. That's I love it. Speaking of Lamborghini, mm-hmm. I found a, I was watching an old movie on Disney Plus with okay. Rumi on Friday, and um, Beverly Hills. Hills it Chihuahua. was Beverly Hills Chihuahua, and in the there opening you. scene, they had a brand new Lamborghini Murcielago, and I was like, it was in there in a split second. I was like, oh my god, I have to bring this up. Awful movie, by the way. It's a good it's movie, tug- but it's, it's so spot. culturally insensitive and just like low key racist. That sounds like most things that yeah. were done before the last five years ago. Yeah, if you it was re- wild. But so- I saw Marcio Lago and I was like, ah! We have one of those, and it's it incidentally yellow. probably worth a metric piss pile more money than we bought it for now. Yeah. So, um, Might tug- have been the same one, who knows? Eric has Tugster up on his website, yeah, yeah. or on his page. <laughs> and if you actually read what it says, it's hilarious. So there's a picture of his tugboat here. Says, Doris Moran into her berth and red hook as I shoot into that light. <laughs> she looks impressive with the new Don John blue paint. Twice more, I just miss seeing her. But them's the breaks when a person has limited time to come out and photograph when sitting on the dock of somewhere. This is the subculture of people that set up tripods and cameras at train crossings yeah. to there's get certain a guy locomotives. On TikTok, who follows I love train spotting. I kind of do too. There's oh, there's a, a there's an Instagram page you should follow called B Kuro. Yeah, there's Sorry. a train spotter on TikTok. Who is now I'm partnered? Not downloading TikTok. You're not. No, don't worry about it. You can find him elsewhere, because he is now partnered with Gucci. Oh God, no. Yeah, it's hilarious. This is a good transpotter. Be Kuro. I don't know any of those words. It's just B underscore Kuro. Well, yeah, yeah it's like, all in Japanese. The rest of it's symbol. But he does Japanese transpotting. Yeah, Look like, at these mid-century wild. beautiful trans. That looks like a winnebago vista cruiser that oh somebody put on the tracks it looks cool that's a good looking train oh, yeah so right now he's scootering around milan for fashion week oh and doing train spotting on his scooter i Corey can attest to this but <clears throat> my youtube recommendations they are always massively screwed but for a while there it was like nothing but like EMD, like older EMDs, like ascending hills at very slow <laughs> rates. Yeah, I remember that. Like, yeah. is it going to make it? Who knows? <laughs> I just saw, like, because um, Jamie's house is on train tracks. And the other day, like, normally it's very much cargo trains, but the other day a lone engine was just zooming by. And I was oh, like, yeah. what the? Like, I was like, oh my God, what is that? We can train spot it was here. Just, like, zooming. Another great looking train. Toot, toot. We did that, and our friend from Peru didn't know that was a thing, and it scared the crap out of her when it tooted. And she was like, wait, you do that, and it toots? And we go, yeah. Mm-hmm. And she's like, that's wild. Mm-hmm. And I was like, They're not supposed to either, which is even more wild. It was right behind a brewery, so they didn't really care. It was an industrial northeast. Older uh, uh, British rail. Yeah. Locos, too. Like You want to talk about yeah. really, really pe- uh, like people that are into it. Yeah. Like, they'll... It's- like, they'll know the production date to the city. Oh, my gosh. Do they literally look like American RVs from the 60s put These on the tracks? These are beautiful trains, though. That's like how you make a good-looking train. Look at this one. It looks like a panda. That does look like a panda. It's got a panda on it. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. yeah. There's a, a Hello Kitty panda. train. In- yeah, there's a Hello Kitty train. I really like that. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> Bikoro is a really good train spotter. If it, he's on YouTube, maybe. He I, d- rarely he does 
not train spotting where he takes a photo of his Nissan B1 that he drives. That's pretty cool. Very does, nicely lit. He does trains and pike cars, and that's his whole thing. Anyway, I want to talk about a really bad German manufacturer that yes. had a ship that was on fire. Ooh. But not talk about the stuff that's on it. On oh, fire. oh, oh! I, I, for, I, I read the notes from last time. Like we're talking about Bremach. That's Russian. <laughs> <laughs> They're also probably on fire, but yeah. who knows? And so, not good. Yeah, <clears throat> not anymore. The ID Seven. So the Buzz mm-hmm. has finally been shown to us in production form for the European market. And it looks Ooh. so bad. I like it. Oh, I hate it. I like it. it. I don't like the fact that it has drum brakes still. What? Oh, cool! An electric car? It has... Scott's ID4 has it. No, that makes sense. That makes a lot of sense. It has rear drums. That makes a ton of sense, actually. I hate it. No, that makes... It looks so dumb. That's actually very sensible for electric vehicles. But they look dumb. I know it is, especially rear drive, because all the regen is going to happen on that axle, so you don't need the brakes. Also, the amount of weight that you can put behind drums, that's why trucks have drums. I think they do it just because of the regen on the rear axle. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but also with like large semi trucks, drums will break a larger amount of weight. Like, yeah, they have much more, more consistently pad area. Yeah, and they, they dissipate heat long term be- yes. better. Short term discs do it much better. But anyway, I hate Actually, that. I hate it. Buick got around that because on my Buick or Jan's Buick, I got ventilated drums and everything. No, they have um, aluminum drums in the front. Because the front aluminum drums will dissipate heat faster. Do they have like a steel friction lining in them, or no. they're just right into aluminum? aluminum? It's just like a lot of. Is it a special like compound in no, the it's shoe? Aluminum. Okay, no, I mean in the shoe. Oh, in the shoe. Oh, fuck, I don't know. Okay, cool. but it's aluminum because it'll dissipate heat faster. So in mm-hmm. traffic, you won't have heat soak as much. That's a good idea. But I just don't you know still how they have do a that. steel out back, and the, st- the rear, st- the steel drums in the back are for going downhill. So if you're riding your brakes, your fronts will. Is it a single circuit one. master? Yes, it's horrifying. So I'm that won't help you because you'll boil I... the fluid on the front. Yeah, yeah. hey, I listen, listen. Decelerate. It's 1961. They're trying. You still need to go to York and talk to Tom because he loved his 60 Electra. Yeah, so I, I, when as soon he as. said it was haunted too. After, oh, after, um, I'll bring my EMF detector that yeah. I don't have. Like after, it would randomly start at over the winter in storage. And oh. like the lights would all come on <gasps> and shit. Oh, like, huh. that's scary. Wait, I was, I was just, uh, Christine. Christine. Yeah. I was saying, yeah. is, is she a Buick? It's not a Plymouth Fury. Different Stephen King. it sounds like a Plymouth Fury. <laughs> I got my Stephen King. That sounds just like a Plymouth Fury. That's amazing. <laughs> I love that. But, yeah, you guys love Tom. Plus, he's got this old pre-war like photo playlist going on his TV now, which is why good, I asked good. you about the... Uh, yes, the Tabawago one, yep. 140. Uh, this is the yes. brewing place by your house? Yeah. 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 Oh, yeah. I'll have to Next time you're going there, my... let me know. Cause... I'm going there tonight because uh, after I drop Scott and Gib off at the First Avenue show. Text me because Shannon's working. I've got nothing going on. All okay. Time. All right. I'd gladly have a pint with you. It's probably going to be like eight-ish. I'll let That's you know. That's fine. I, I, I wake up at like 10 and I go to bed at like 3. So You're going to love his playlist. Good. And also, his, you guys can talk about Buku's. Anyway, I like the ID7, but the main reason I talk about this is because Scott has yeah. one on order. We still don't know what the long wheelbase is going to be. However, they did say that the front and rear overhangs are identical between the long and short wheelbase. Mm-hmm. See, that all the stretches in the back door. It's got drums. I hate I hate so it. Like, I, I told Scott, like, don't even buy the ID4. It's got drums in the back. Like, I won't buy a modern car that's got drum brakes in the back. I, I love drums. I, I hate working on them. Drums can fuck off and die for maintenance. Yeah. But I like the concept of them. I believe if you're going to have breaks. drums, you should have drums on all corners. You should have no drums or all drums, no in between. 
I just cannot imagine you being able to do a modern car with all drums. But with electric regen, maybe. Maybe, huh? I think we can't go. Uh, anyway. The, okay. Drums freak me out. Drums, I just Hi. don't like them. They look dumb. That's why I hate them. I they look do. so pretty. They are so dumb looking. They're so pretty. Dumb. I love them. The only drum that I like the look of is the Bugatti Type 35 drum. Damn it. <laughs> yeah, wow. Are you turning to me? Yeah. Unfortunately, anyway. I hear a lot more about these things. Um, but yeah, the, and of course the chicken tax comes back because we will never get the cargo version here either. <laughs> <laughs> they can't sell it like the Sprinter where they pull it apart and they ship it as a chassis cab and then they weld the uh, rear uh, in a box thing on the back of it. So the ID will only ever come here. I added a really gross URL that's like super long as Speedway Motors. When you click on that, right below your autoblog one, um, it, it's right next to it. I, it's I'm right in a different right note page. It's right there, that one. Uh, oh, that is a really gross link. I'm sorry. sorry. I didn't have to. Oh, for God's sake. You tell. You look at that, you tell me that's not a beautiful fucking work of art, because that's a great-looking drum. looks worse than a brake disc in caliber. I'm also really happy, because these are fairly new. Uh, oh, it's her Ford Spindles. Okay, that makes sense. But anyway, yeah, that's how Buick drums look. They look really great. And when you polish them up... Oh, I almost fell. you got to, like, ceramic blast them, so they... Ugh. Why did I click Chef, on your link? Chef's yeah. kiss. Mm. Oh my god, you're being ridiculous. I love Anywho, so I see something about the new yes. something or another. So there's a new Acura Integra, as we all know. Thank we god, all know it's terribly underdriving. Um, no drum Underdriving. Under, underwhelming, I mean. Thank you. Um, underdriving pulley? Yeah, Demi has one. But, um. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy. <clears throat> so you know how they tried to hype up that has got it comes with a Daniel transmission? A what? Manual transmission. Oh, they said Daniel. No, I said manual. You definitely said Daniel. No, nope, I, I did said not manual. hear manual. I'm glad that I didn't just have a stroke. No, no, I, I said manual. You I did think not. You're high. Luckily, this is recorded, so yeah. we can go back <laughs> to it. That. I did not say Daniel. <laughs> I did not hear manual. <laughs> I'm pretty sure you said Daniel. Anyway, please continue. <laughs> Neither here nor there. So anyway. Tell me about the Daniel transmission. <laughs> 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 well, you know how they hyped it up that it comes with that? Yeah. It's only available on one trade level. <laughs> oh, God. It's only available this on the most... This is mo- getting worse, Acura. It's, it's on the most expensive trim level, of course. Why? Because not fucking yet. It's America's Acura. don't buy diesels. No, it's not even that. It's it's Acura. It's just... This is Acura. Like, oh. All right. This is the thing. When the Integra first came out, everybody was making a big deal about it. And I was saying, I don't believe it. Acura's going to fuck this up. They fucked up everything they've done in like the last... 23 25-ish years? years. I'd have to go back and listen to the episode, but you had a very specific time. I think it was like, I think I said 2003. So it's been almost 20 years to the day. But yeah, for like the last like 20-ish years. I think you said even earlier than that. 2000? I yeah. think it was even pre-ITR. I, yeah, yeah, no, you're right. It's since Soichiro Honda died. That's what I said. Yeah. That sounds right. Because they have not released a good piece of technology since Soichiro Honda died. Because... The NSX, the ITR, all those things were based off of stuff that he made. Yep. The K-Series, okay, fine. Every every idiot gets lucky once. But, like... Maybe that was in the pipeline back then. You never know. It, I mean, it wasn't, but... Um, fine. It broke a lot of rules that Soichiro Honda <clears throat> had, so there's, like, a lot of things that the K-Series would have... If Soichiro Honda was still alive, the K-Series would have been better, I think. Probably still be the main engine that they were using. Cause, Isn't it still? No. I mean, it, almost K- everything I see now is still a KC. That everything comes, that's like their base engine now. It's not their in-development engine. It's the phasing-out engine. Ah. Um, 
but yeah, so it, it's 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 accurate. Everybody's like all hyped up about it, and it's like everything is underwhelming on it. I'm not surprised by that. And actually, this Japanese nostalgia car article does a really good job going through quite literally everything that's underwhelming about it and like why. Um, so with we have power figures as well. I see that it's got 200 horsepower, 192 pound feet of torque, which is um, pretty much exactly what the new Civic SI makes. Um, yeah, it thought right. that, yeah, thought that L- it'd be better, but... Uh, L15T? You know, whatever engine that is. It, yeah, uh, that, that You are cool. married to a CVT until you shell out all of the money for a Daniel. Uh, it does come with a limited <laughs> slip Trump. if you got a manual transmission. <laughs> <laughs> It's just gonna like. <clears throat> at least the Daniel comes with an LSD. Um, that's that's like perfect arbitrage marriage right there. <laughs> what? Save the Daniel. Yeah. <laughs> yes, yeah, save the Daniel. Yeah. yeah exactly. <laughs> um. <laughs> but, like not even Manuel transmission. I, I think I think we should. It, 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 no, that, that joke came from Manuel transmission. Emmanuel transmission. Yeah, people are just like a, a Daniel. <laughs> I got a Daniel. <laughs> but um, like how did those words? It's not even. Like, I, my brain's like trying to figure out how that slip up even happened. Uh, it it is actually a term. So it came from my friend Andrew Rossi and my friend oh my uh, another friend Dylan Clements, where they. I'm in a group chat with them, and they refer to manuals as Daniels. And in my head, I say Daniel from time to time. Oh I've been like God. messing this up at work too, where they jokingly call it a Daniel. So you did call it a Daniel. Yeah, I yeah. Did. Oh, okay. I totally did. I was trying to gaslight you. <laughs> it worked. Okay, I know. Sort you of. can't do that to somebody who has a genuine auditory processing disorder. I, you like, were, you were, you weren't. The it was two against one. It, yeah, yeah you, it, you weren't the target. It was all about Eric. about yeah. this stuff all the time, and I'm like, you can't, because then I question my sanity. Yeah, maybe we should go back to gaslighting in the home instead of electric lighting. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> I think that'd be fair. <laughs> the comments are pretty gold about it. Somebody said, uh, so I guess Acura's making an Integra NFT. Oh, my God. <laughs> it's like, oh they want to be as cringy as possible, oh I guess. <laughs> they want to alienate the youth. <clears throat> well, there was a... It's a, oh snap! A, der, a derivatively sized Accord sized thing with a Will yep. Nelly sixty five hundred RPM redline and a boatload of tech. Sign me up for one of those NFTs. And in parentheses, not a fucking Tegra. <laughs> <laughs> ah. Oh god, it's just so bad. <clears throat> I the thing is, I'm not affected by this. I feel bad for people that still have hope for Honda or. Japanese brands or fucking the humanity, humanity in general. Like the fact that people have hope for anything is just mind blowing to me because I have none. Like (laughs) I go through life every day assuming that everything's going to get worse all the time. So far, it's been pretty spot on for the last few years. And so this is the thing. All right, so I had a conversation about this with a friend of mine who's like a like problematically optimistic um oh no and i said i'm an optimist he goes what how are you an optimist and i said i'm expecting the worst so i can be pleasantly surprised oh yeah this is you under promise and over deliver yeah i'm under promising and over delivering delivering on what my optimism even is so my pessimism has turned to optimism to me so i'm optimistic about being a pessimist so yeah, I'm optimistic that everything's going to get worse, and maybe I'll be wrong. That'd be pretty cool if I was wrong. I am optimistic that everything is going to get worse. Hey, I'm right. 
That's optimism. <laughs> oh, I'm not getting into that. <laughs> I did find Alan's comment on the uh, JNC article. It was pretty good. Yeah, that was pretty funny. But uh, Talk about companies bastardizing names. Uh, were you aware... Maybe you were, but I, I was under the assumption that about 12 years ago, BMW bought the Alpina brand. Yeah. Ooh, and I brought was it too, and I knew that they didn't, though. I didn't know that they didn't, so now they did. Oh. Mm-hmm. And uh, I don't know what they're going to do with it other than bastardize it and put, like, you know how we, M Sport 30i badge? They'll no. probably have, like, Alpina M D35X so S drive now. And, so uh, me being a human bumper for an Alpina <clears throat> will mean nothing? Yeah, correct. I think it um, will have meant nothing. Yeah, because it wasn't a real I wonder if Mercedes is going to buy out Bravis. That'd be way cooler. Or like Rentac or something. They'd, they would just literally start making the like 7.5 liter V12 stroker kits in-house. The thing is, you can't buy... So Alpina, <clears throat> like, they have like a luxury element to them. Yeah, it's like Bravis, a luxury element. Yeah, Bra- yeah, Bravis doesn't. So like, there isn't even a chance to like screw up Bravis's name. Like, y- either you... Make a Bravis, or you make something, or people will be mad about it. Like in Alpina's and something like this. Uh, back to my whole thing about having no hope for humanity. Mm-hmm. BMW is one of those brands where I'm just completely oh. hopeless. Oh, none, yeah. it's, none, it's, it's, none. It's dead. Yeah, there's a totally dead brand. I got an like, email from BMW it. the other day. Like, looks like you expect interest in some car. I'm like, you would have to do. And I, I, I did a list of things nice. that they would have to do before I would ever come into their dealership and look at a car again. Yeah. Mm, good. And I haven't heard back. Yeah. Not surprised by that. I'm not either. I don't think they read it. Uh-huh. Probably not. It wasn't a do not reply email. But... Mm. Oh, that's cool. Oh, that's At good least it's out there. But um, yep. yeah, I feel like if Beam if Mercedes brought bought out Brabus, like they'd have to make something cool. Like they basically have to make a black series without an interior to make a Brabus. Well, I feel like that's more Rentec than Brabus. Brabus no, does interiors too. No, Rentec's more mm. Florida-ish, sort of. That's true. It's not a German Bro-y. tuner. It's like sort of bro, Rintec. So like Brabos. Like Rintec, they would give you an interior, but every single <clears throat> piece of the interior, instead of being made of anything reasonable, would be made of carbon fiber. Ah, the seats. Seat belts. <laughs> I was gonna say, like, ooh, this Designo seat is a lot less comfortable. Yeah, no, in, the seat the seat belts would carbon. be like Cuban link, rent, like carbon fiber, oh. like chains <laughs> that hold you into place. God, oh, I got a carbon splinter again. <laughs> yeah. Ooh, speaking of Designo, when uh, Jan and I were getting this delicious Pilsner Urkel, uh, we saw a ML with the Designo interior. Damn. Very nice. Jan walked right past it. I go, wait, that's a cool color brown. And I looked inside and it was a Designo interior. Because I noticed it wasn't. It wasn't a normal brown. I'm like, ooh, wait a minute. That might be a, that might be a Designo. Designos are cool. They are. And that's one of those things, like, talk about the lowest key thing that people still don't know about in a yeah. car. Design Mercedes. Yeah, and that's like that's like Alpina. I mean, it's a luxury focused mod, yeah. but like that's in house. So this is this is my thing um, with um, Mercedes. Why I've been more of a Mercedes fan than a BMW fan for a long time because Mercedes doesn't try to care about performance. If you get performance, cool, that's a luxury. But they don't attempt to lie to you like BMW does. BMW lies to you about being a performance brand still. They're not. No. Mercedes is just like, we're a luxury brand. Maybe, possibly, we'll get a twin-turbo V12 or something. But we're a luxury brand first. So uh, I won't ever forgive Alpina for putting an auto in the leftover Z8s. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. So like, there's pe- that. People are just like, it's, just, it's mind-blowing to me. Um, one second here. 
to mind bottling. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to bring up a very cool example of a Designo car uh, that Mercedes did that I rode at work a while back. Um, it was a Designo S-Class Coupe, which, oh, like... interesting. It was, like, a 2020. I didn't even think that they still made the S-Class Coupe. Um, That's a good point. I didn't think they did either. Yeah. T-I-L, uh, they did, hmm. and they're great. Um yeah, sorry, this one's a 2015, but they made them, like, at least through 2019. Wow. But this yeah, one's... Yeah, I've not seen an S-Class Coupe since... They're, the, like, the, the S-Class Coupes, what they <clears throat> are is they're basically for somebody that... They are the car that people who are buying SLSs should be buying, if that makes sense. Why? Because it's basically just a hyper-luxury... GT, kind of. So why don't they just label these with the, uh, what's the trim line for them? The Maybach trim. I have no idea, but look at the one I just put on. I, I just did. Put up. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's got a Designo interior and Designo oh, yeah. paint. It is so good. I do like that dark green. Yeah. Nice. Oh my God, that dark green. Dark green is so good. Yeah, honey, this is, this yeah, is, you yeah. Showed me I showed it. you when I was writing it. Oh my God. Because the interior is... color is also prime. It's oh, got yeah. um, Designo brown um, with quilted inserts and piano black lacquer wood. And it's not just piano black trim. If you actually look very closely at it, it's actually got wood grain inside of it. It's really cool. Hmm. Yeah, this car is pretty phenomenal. Uh, but yeah, Designo interiors are better than anything BMW makes at all. Um, like, on their own. just Except in- for the Rolls Royce. Mm. Uh, yeah, I guess. Uh, but I, mean, I love that this is an integrated K40 yeah. radar detector. In it. <laughs> I know, right? Like it's great. It's just an absolutely phenomenal <clears throat> car. Officer, I couldn't possibly be speeding. But yeah, my champagne would have spilled. <laughs> I couldn't. I just I can't. But um, when did they go from CL to S Coupe again? That they must still, have been in the two twenty one. I think they still make the CL. Because this is bigger. Two... This is bigger than a CL. Huh? So they stopped making the S Class Coupe in like the W two twenty. Uh, that was the W221. That's what that was. Well, no, W221 is the new one. That started in 07. But, like, the, the 9906 S-Class did not have a coupe option. They it just did. made the CL. I think it did. No, it didn't. But I'm curious now. If they, they still make the CL. It. That doesn't make any sense. So they I stopped think. making the S-Class coupe then. I think they still make the CL. I think they made them alongside each other. I don't know. It's a mystery. Doesn't really matter, but I'm a little. It looks curious. like they actually did go to, back to S class. I think you might be right. Yeah, because they I mean, just can't make up their minds. Same platform. Okay, yeah. So yeah, they did go back to S class now. Okay, so it is the same vehicle. Yeah, because I see a W. What's well, obviously a W two twenty. Right. Also, I've written almost every CL that's come up on Brain Trailer. I want to say. Interesting. We still occasionally yeah. miss our 06 CL sixty five AMG, but not regularly. I like pillarless scoops. I have, I have one. Oh my God, sorry, I was out of control. <laughs> um, no, pillarless coupes. I just, I, I, I unabashedly like them. Like they're just. I've been writing a, and I don't ever script my videos, but I've been writing a script every time I see somebody badmouth an E31 or the M70 engine. I'm like, I need to set this straight because mm-hmm. none of these people have ever been in a V12 powered BMW or been around an 8 series or have lived with one. Yeah, because yep. they have zero systemic faults even the automatics the only problem they have is the shift shaft seal leaks if you don't drive the car for a year and you have to replace it yeah. wow that's such that's, a minimal that's point. it like two m20s stuck They're together like all jealous. plagued with electrical issues i'm like no they don't 
you have to recap the general module board every 30 years if you don't want the electrical draw to kill your battery every two weeks. Yeah. That's it. They're just jealous. Well, it's just dumb. No, it's that too. it is um it's just it's a common misinformation thing. Yeah. It's just yeah, it's perpetuated. Like one person had this opinion like, "Oh, that can't be reliable." Yeah. Turns no. out 30 years later, it's been extremely reliable. Yeah. Yeah, I love when people like are talking smack about it and I go, "That's my favorite." And they go, "What?" And I go, "Yeah, out of all these cars besides the not 2002, it's my favorite yep. car. Everyone's like, why do you call it an E10? I'm like, because it's not a 2002. I always call it a not 2002, and people get confused. And I was like, I don't remember the actual numbers, but I it's know that it's not a 2002. It's one of the first 500 VINs of the E10 ever produced. So, um, speaking of uh, V8-powered things, which you could uh, kind of get with E31. Yep, um, <laughs> you could. A lot of them were. I want to talk about a female hot-rodding pioneer, a photojournalist, and hot wife. Uh, Vita Orr. Um, Does this have to do with the Orr family that runs Orr Autosport in Eden Prairie? No. Okay. Uh, I doubt it, but this was... Vita Orr was... It might... I don't know. Maybe ask him. But anyway, Vita Orr was one of the salt flat racing pioneers from like the 1930s, 40s, and 50s. Okay. And she was actually responsible for really keeping... Hot rodding alive during World War Two. Okay, I suppose. Yeah, yeah. Because uh, and she actually set like some land speed records, which were like held for like decades. Um, but yeah, no, she made her own like really cool cars and stuff. Um, if you actually scroll down a little bit, there's her '32 Ford Roadster um, at the Salt Flats racing, and she actually wrote two books about um, like like photojournalist books about hot rodding culture in that era, one of which is still in print today, hmm. uh, which is really cool because it's been like almost 100 years like that it's been in print about like just hot rodding in the 1940s. It was also very cool that she had a bunch of her friends and they would take photos for the SoCal Timing Association newsletter and would send them back to Europe and into the Pacific for hot rodders that are on the war front. Oh, cool. It's, yeah, it was really cool. Nice. So like, it, we're still racing, by the way. Yeah. <laughs> and that's actually why she was racing and making sure that there were other uh, racers that were, like, female racers are going so she would have content. And she was very, very important for keeping that going during the war. So soldiers that were out fighting could still get news about all the cool hot rodding stuff. Hell yeah. So I think uh, Vita Orr is just somebody that, because it was International Women's Day on the 8th or something. Um, I think it was the 8th, right? Something like that. But I, I saw write, it on my calendar. Yeah, it checks so, out. Yeah, and so I, I wanted to bring that up because I learned March about her. March is International yeah. Women's Month. Exactly. So, yeah. might as well just see so have the whole month. Heck um, yeah. But yeah, no, it was a very, very, very cool thing. And uh, yeah, she also did so without looking like a foot. Um, she's actually quite attractive as well, which is pretty cool. Um, so yeah, no, she's just a very, very, very <laughs> cool person. Um, <laughs> we act like it doesn't matter, but it matters. Well, no, but I mean, like, there's a lot of people that, like, would... It's the thing, like, where you, you know, a lot of people don't care about how they look if they're just hot rodding and stuff. And, like, you see, like, a cool hot rod. You see see the guy that gets out, and the guy looks like he lives under a bridge. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, oh, that makes sense. Yeah, Yeah, that's what I mean. Like, (laughs) So, like, there's a lot of people that, like... Because, you know, when you look at the owners of cars, like, how the person actually looks, like, matters for growing the sport. So doing so without looking like like, like you're gross, like, it's kind of cool. So 
Agreed. Yeah. Oh, she's got like a little car lapel pin on. Yeah. And, yeah. And she's her actually really cool. Yeah. Was her accountant? Yeah, her husband was. She actually did most of the running, the daily day operations of her speed shop. It's like the husband just kind of did licks in the back end work. So she was like really like... Reverse roles. Yeah, yeah. she was like the breadwinner, nice. which is really cool. Uh, but yeah, no, she ran 132 miles an hour in like 1946, I think. Wow. On a flathead. Well, I mean, that makes it even better, obviously. <laughs> yeah. Probably oil starving the whole time because, you know, 32 Ford. But yeah, it was it was cool. the pre-good flatheads. Oh, yeah. Which, yeah oh, so. yeah. The early ones were like very impressive. On paper, when they were doing the engineering mules, turns out they had a lot of problems. Yes. But yeah, like the APA and the EAB, those those were pretty nailed down. Okay. But also, this website I found called Customrama is a wiki for classic hot rod is stuff. Is that why it's so insanely terrible to try to get photos full screen? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay, Because cool. it's a wiki. That makes sense. For hot rods. It's a hot rod wiki, which is amazing. I love that so much. That is kind of cool, but man, I bet that's got a lot of very obscure in the weeds information. Ah, yeah. So don't you worry. There will be all sorts of weird in the weeds hot rod information oh that you'll God. be learning about. I'll be telling you about like the first guy to ever. It's gonna say, a- <laughs> tell me about all the hot rods that had that four cylinder half a V eight Pontiac engine in it, and then we'll talk. Let's see here. <laughs> While you're doing that, going keeping it in the American vein, but. A lot more on the tragic side. And, of course, electric, because it's me telling the story. I assume you guys heard about Rivian rug pulling all of their early adopters, right? No. What? No. So everyone that had a reservation for an R1T and an R1S, Rivian, out of the blue, sent uh, a notice saying, Hey, uh, your reservation's still current. However, we're going to have to up your price by $18,000. Or we can downgrade you to the base model at the same reservation price. And you wouldn't believe this but there was a quite a backlash and yeah. the next day they reversed it after they lost over 10 percent of their stock valuation value and mm-hmm. of course class action lawsuits started yes. because apparently they are claiming and i believe this that rivian was deliberately underpricing their mm-hmm. vehicles in their like early pre-production marketing yeah, material that, that sounds about right it yeah. does because when i was at fully charged live in early 2020 they were telling us about the base prices for these things and i was mm-hmm. looking at the hardware next to me with a new car manufacturer trying to come into market, I'm like, that is not going to cost that. Mm-mm. Like, this isn't a $60,000 truck. Like, this thing's like 85 plus. Yeah. Turns out, yeah, it's about 85 plus. So the people that originally the had the reservations okay. that didn't cancel, unfortunately, Piss Jugs is one of these people, are allowed to, you know, push through at their original dollar amount. But every reservation that was created after that time is now for this insanely Can high price. I don't. No, he can't. Okay, good. He's not been able to afford anything he's ever done in his life. What are you talking about? That's a fair point. But that, that just, guy's, that guy's he's been still a, just... I, that, that dude's been out of pocket with everything he's ever I done. I don't want to block him because his, I find his life very interesting. It's a lot of shot in front. But he also, like, just mimics... It, it's just... It weirds me out, like, the fact that he announced his engagement right after I announced mine. I was like, that's... Oh, yeah, he's getting he, married. He, that is terrifying. Yeah, to that lady. I uh, kind of figured. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, after he, like, reacted all my posts, I was like, oh, this is... Oh, no. I was like, he literally has not interacted with any of my posts since he's left your house, and he heart-reacted that, so I know he sees all of it. Oh, God, that's mega cringe. I know. So I'm just like, mmm... Anyway, and so uh, the, the, the fact that he signed up for this truck does not surprise me. No, God, no. I mean, he's in an ID four right now too, which is a least special car. But 
That's Volkswagen's Volkswagen. It's a known terrible quantity. Yeah. Rivian is one of those things where I just you know this is to use a bad term vaporware. Yeah, it is. So. It is. Weird. I mean, it's a tangible product, but it's not like the Lucid I necessarily. I mean, Lucid's at least pricing their stuff where it's going to transact, which yeah. is like, yeah, it's a hundred and fifty thousand dollar car. And then we'll make cheaper ones. Or Rivian's like, no, 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 no. This will only cost sixty grand. Mm-mm. I'm like, I get in your cost projections that are wrong. You found that out, but they're wrong. Yeah, they're wrong. Yeah, and I, I, just, just seeing them have to with the name Rivian, it just like something's off. I mean, it, I, I'm not into trucks, so I just don't really no. care about that. But, like, this... I'm also just upset that there's no Geralt of Rivia yeah. um, references <sighs> with this truck at all. But, yeah. Why do you need an electric truck? Why? Why do you need a truck? Yeah. Well, that's how you sell electric cars to Americans, unfortunately. Because yeah. Americans are stupid. Smoothies. I guess. But it's just like... Ugh. I'm happy that this happened. I'm happy that they lost a tremendous yeah. amount of brand cachet and market cap. And I don't know. I mean, stuff like this has completely doomed manufacturers in the past. Mm-hmm. So I'm not necessarily saying that Rivian's going to never recover from this, but well, they're going to struggle. It's like, a nice tightrope there. We've on. seen this before. Like, this mm-hmm. is so much a Tesla move. Oh, I know. That's what I'm thinking. Like, Tesla? I mean, they, they released their product at the price that they said they would, and then they immediately get rid of that model and or crank the price way yeah. up or cut features. So, like, that's technically legal, although it's still an asshole move. Yeah. Rivian's just like, oh, yeah, we can't actually sell you that for that. So it's just going to be more Which now. Is, uh, like, no, no, I have a reservation at this dollar works. amount. You, you... Nincompoops. Nincompoops. You blithering. That was as strong as I could come up with. So there you go. You nincompoop. I wish I had a reservation just so I could email them that. No. No, God, no. No. But I have huge tract of land. (laughs) Well, um, here, before we're done here, I will end us on a high note. Here is a hot rod with a nail head. Hold on one second. Anonymous true. <laughs> oh my god, you're still using the wiki. Yep, it's actually really good. Oh, it's this Bass Boat a, Metallic Green. This is going to be a problem. I really like this a lot. <laughs> it's a 1916 Ford Model T with a nail head, which is cool. This looks like it was made a long time ago. Yeah. It was actually made uh, in 1961 uh, when the nail head was brand new. I believe you, because I'm looking at that rear end and I'm looking at the tires and the wheels. That's pretty cool. I like that a lot. lot. It was actually restored and uh, featured a second time on Rod and Custom in 2009. Mm -hmm. That explains also why there's only two photos of it. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's. I I feel like this is a uh, homebrew kind of wiki thing. Yeah. But it's actually really cool. There's a wiki about old school hot rod stuff. I really like that a lot. Um, It's got uh, 58 Impala taillights on it. This is cool. I can kind of see that. Yeah. How much fiberglass is in this picture? Uh, a lot. <laughs> Go ahead and say that. It's a lot. Ah, this is the this pre-carbon is... carbon. Yes, this is when everything was made of fiberglass. <laughs> Excuse me. Um, Bessie. Thank you. But yeah, I thought that would be something that's a little bit better. Cause I am worried about your future topics now after you're discovering uh, this wiki. Yeah. Should we just... No. Well, I mean, that's a, that's a Model T or Model A? Model A? But it's a Model T. Model T. It's 1916. It's ro- so it's was... literally a World War One. It's a pre-pre-war, so it's a double tap. There we go. <laughs> like the cat trying to get yeah, its treats. Exactly. Oh, I wish I could tre- train my cats to do that. Although I'm sure Lucifer I Lucifer get... doesn't even like treats. Lucifer so. just sits on top of Jana when she wakes up in the morning. 
He triggered my period. I'm mad at him. Yeah, checks out. He's he's very cute. I got a photo of it. I'll show you. Show me the photo. It's, I'm getting he's it. He's a very it's good boy. He's, he's very protective. I like of that me one. Right like, now. You can hear the snoring in this picture. Yeah. Buddy. <laughs> oh, isn't he good? He's just. It's like, why did you wake me? Oh no, <laughs> no. He was in the other room and he heard me move to like grab my phone, mm-hmm. and then he just comes trotting in. He jumps up and he jumps on top of Jan. It was really cute. Jada will come in as soon as she hears me move. Modi will sleep by me the entire yeah. night. Here was here he was on top of his blanket on his favorite chair. I got a new lamp at an antique store, and the the lamp is an incandescent bulb, so it's hot, and he sure. loves it. Okay, and so he sits underneath the light bulb because it warms him. Black up. fur, yeah. Yep. Oh, he loves it so much, and so yeah, he just oh, Lucy. he rolls on his back and he falls asleep. Binks walked behind me when I was sitting in front of Jamie's fireplace, and I went to pet him, and his fur was so hot, because he's a long-furred black cat, and I went to pet him, and I burnt myself. I was like, ah! I don't know how they can deal with the... I mean, their body temp's obviously higher than ours, yeah. but I'm just like, you I was guys... just like, you literally just touch the fireplace. What are you, like... Oh, yeah. Cats and are... you're made of fur as yep. well. Yep. I, sometimes I smell the uncanny odor of burning flesh or hair i'm like what did you just do <laughs> no, where were you you have a fireplace now i do yeah. would yeah. you would you like to see a car that's all customized but not made with fiberglass this one's made of lead so the guy probably can't think straight i'm just assuming it's, no, no it's, it's post-war, post-war. Oh. Oh. Yeah, take i take back. it back Zoop. <laughs> it's like a uh, wish.com hero how to merc mm. kind of is a lead sled of the same era true so but, uh, yeah, no, it's made of lead, so this guy can't think straight. Well, I mean, everything was made of lead until, I mean, body fillers are a recent invention. Actually, there's a lot... Do you think that's why old people are so dumb? <clears throat> yes. Partially. Because, actually, there was a study that found out that 50% of of people today still have um, developed, uh, develop, like, Brain less developed stuff. brains because of lead. That was in the air when they were child. Brain were damage. Yeah, brain damage. That's the word I was looking for. Thank you. Go paint my fence. Okay. Yeah. Basically. yeah. <laughs> this paint is delicious. Actually, you. Uh, there are still some body shops that will work with lead. You have to pay them like a lot more. Hazard pay. Yeah. Yeah. The but, odor is coming off of like molten lead. Yeah. yeah. No, they have to like, go to like great lengths to like make sure they're okay. But that's not a train, is it? No. Okay. No, I was very excited for a second. I know, me too. I haven't messed with the deadbolt yet, but like, if but, there's a train, we're we're going for it. Yeah, but anyway, so um, a lot of uh, not a lot of, but there are occasionally shops where like if you have like very deep pockets and you want a lead sled, you can still get one made of lead, oh. and it's very expensive. I believe that. That protects you from radiation. I mean, quite yeah. Oh, oh. hey, hey. Hey! No, I know where you're going with this. No. I may get my own Buick. And on that bombshell. I'm sorry. Thank you for listening. <laughs> bombshell. We'll see you Bye. next week. <laughs>